1: So, we've got Brett, the Machine May. He's only recently been on YouTube, but he's already got 4,000 subs in like a couple of weeks, which took me five years to get. (laughs) So, he must have something going on. If you're not familiar with Brett, he's a live wire. We're about to find out his life story. So, stay with us. And he's going to be fighting Decker. So, he's going to (laughs) be mega viral. Um, in a, in a, imminently. <laughs> <laughs> the decker file. <laughs> Huge thank you for coming on, Brett. Yeah, yeah, thank you, mate. Cheers for having me. Yeah. Before we get to your life story, then, how um, how's this come about with Deca all of a sudden?
2: Uh, basically, I've been getting noticed a lot now. I'm 21 and all, all wins, all knockouts, BKB, unlicensed, and uh, everyone just keeps on saying you need to fight Decker, the governor title. So I've watched a few of Decker's fights and that. And I'm comfortable, I can waste him, so let's get it on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's simple as
3: that, Wow. So you were born in Doncaster. we'll be getting back that's to that's
1: the right. Decker situation. That's yeah. right, Doncaster,
3: yeah. Yeah. So what was it like growing up around there?
2: Uh, Doncaster, a rough place, full of poverty and that, crime. So got into bits and bobs of trouble growing up on the way. But apart from that, it's all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of trouble did you get in? Uh, I've, I've done prison time, yeah. Uh, going to a lot of fights so growing up and then when I up, went into prison I had a lot of fights in prison and that raised me from category C prisoner to a category A prisoner. So how old was you when you went into prison? Uh, my first jail sentence I ended up cocking for about 16 years old. That's quite young. Yeah, section 18.
1: So let's slow it down a bit then because we want to like, get more of an understanding of you as a kid. No. So, growing up then, your mum and dad, were they together and how did they meet? Uh, no, my mum and dad
2: weren't together, basically. Growing up, uh, my mum and dad parted, I think, when I was about six years old. My dad had a drug problem, It was bad on the heroin and whatever. Uh, cut all his story
1: short. No! Like- no.
2: Oh, well. We this- want long stories <laughs> long
1: on this channel. Just same
2: as anyone else, really. Just <laughs> growing up seeing crazy shit. Dad beating my mum up on that. Mm. and that. Uh, and all that carry on. They parted. Turned me into a bit of a... Uh, Crazy takeaway,
1: do you know what I mean? How oh, like, did that affect you then? At age six and younger, the domestic violence in the house?
2: Oh, domestic, it, it, it affects you a lot, you know what I mean? You see a lot of violence growing up. I've seen a hell of a lot of violence growing up.
1: But, but going back to you specifically, because we, yeah. we want to understand you, you're in the house, mum and dad are fighting, take yourself back to that age, what's going through your head?
2: Just thinking, uh, stop punching my mum in it, you know what I mean? Obviously, start pulling him away, but... The guy was a big uh, big unit like myself at the time, as you imagine, so I was just a little kid, pushed to one side, like you know what I mean?
1: Were you in fear? Like If you like, were in the room, were you in fear that you have to go and hide out somewhere or anything like that?
2: No, nah, I never was in fear. Like, I, I just wanted to make a move to make it stop. But
1: yeah. obviously, within the
2: carnage, you used to always get took away by police and then they eventually parted for good. Did you have any siblings? Yeah, I've got a sibling, I've got a sister. Younger or older? Younger. Younger. So were you protective of her? Yeah, protective of my younger sister, yeah. yeah she course. was about seven years younger than me, so she would have been a baby at them times.
1: So when they split then, was that a relief to you because the household was
2: quiet? To be fair with you, I, didn't, I never wanted my parents to split like any young, yeah. young lad want. I always wanted them to be together and what have you, but the more you get older, the more you realise it's better for them to split. You yeah. can't stay in someone toxic like that.
1: No, so you so you got the two threads. You got like, one thread is like, I love my dad, I don't want him to leave, but the other is... There's mayhem in the house, and now the mayhem's going down.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's basically how it is, really, to be fair
3: with you, So was it relatively calm after he left?
1: Yeah, relatively calm, and then got
2: into a situation. My mum used to meet uh, new partners, and I was like the man of the house. I didn't want these people being here. And then one of them in particular used to think, oh, what's the word, think you like an hard man. And then he used to try and lay his hands on me, give me a few cracks and whatever. How
1: old are you at this point of the story? I'm
2: going to about... 12 years old, 13 years old coming. Okay, so it I mean? was
1: relatively calm until then, was
2: it? Yeah, so it was just one thing. I remember upstairs, he gave me a few good whacks and what have you. I just said to myself, I'll get you back one day. And then I turned into a uh, young man, 17, and then flipped out. I did him in. I wow. got myself locked up, put away.
1: So if you're convicted of that then, can oh. you describe how you did him in? Yeah, so... Uh, long story
2: short no, me. no not short sure. uh, <laughs> well, long story's long he was a lot bigger than me and what have you so uh, I was sizing him up I was only only skinny lad at the time I went upstairs and I used to do a lot of practice with dumbbell bars weightlifting bars so I concealed it in my pants went down he was having something to eat and bashed him a few times on top of the with bar and got into him didn't knock him out <laughs> did I didn't knock him out nah no. I split his head open and picked a puffy up rammed it in my head we had a fight and it took me mum and me auntie to split us apart but the damage I already done i I've broken a bit of his facial recognition. Was that wow. your first serious offence? Yeah, it was my first serious offence How been. old did you say you was? Uh, fourteen I think I was on that one. 14. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
3: did you know how your mum felt you had <laughs> a fight with
2: her partner? <laughs> oh she uh she was pretty much traumatised, like she can't believe it. That her son and a partner were falling out like this. Yeah. But
3: what can I say? It happened. So who rang the police? Uh my mum and my auntie. Okay. Yeah. So they turned up?
2: Yeah, police come up, Arrested me, did me for GBH.
1: So what was that like then? Did you go in a remand jail at first?
2: Nah, because um, I was too young obviously, secure channels and what have you, so it's not really like prison. And then obviously when you get to 16 you go to Wetherby and what have you.
1: So what you said? you said secure channels?
2: Yeah. What so
3: does
1: that mean? Like uh, um, secure units, so
2: basically they're not classed as prisons, you just put through channels.
3: Never heard of that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. who
1: are you in there with? Uh, young, just young tearaways, right? Is it like dorms or cells?
2: Yeah, just dorms, mate. Yeah.
1: So is that a bit of mayhem as well?
2: Uh, f- to be fair with you, it's pretty much. Yeah, it can be anyway. Yeah. It so is, was it like an army camp? No, not like an army camp. Just like a jail for children. You know what I mean?
1: So, Crazy. So, so go, going in the jail for children on your first day. Could you describe what the procedure is?
2: So basically, like a youth club. You know what I mean? You just basically like in like one big youth club now. With it being 222, you'd probably have PlayStations and that, what have you. But then it were a little bit more strict. So basically, just as so much. So, no,
1: no strip searches, handcuffs, any of that stuff, uniform. Yeah, you that. still get strip searches. You still got all that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You still can get all that, yeah. You know, all that, yeah.
1: So, you go in then, and then they assign you a, a, a living area in a dorm, is it?
2: Yeah, so basically, you've got your own private room type of thing. But you're in a dorm full of loads of people, yeah.
1: And did they give you your toiletries and stuff?
2: Oh, yeah, you get all that. Don't get me wrong, you looked after you were a kid. Yeah.
3: So what were the other lads like? Little shits <laughs> As you can
1: imagine Did, did you yeah. know any of them already?
2: Nah, nah, I didn't know any of them, no
1: Is it territorial then, what part of the country you're from, that kind of thing?
2: Uh, yeah, you get a lot of that anyway in prison Especially when you're a young age yeah. It's more like when you get onto your YPs and your Borstels Young offenders, which I believe I did, I did for three or four years in Borstel uh, Growing up, I did 18 to 21, straight throughout But on the YOs, there's a lot of difference to the cons Everyone thinks we've got a point to prove Everyone wants to be the Jack the Lad, so you see people fighting over bread. You, yeah, you just got to back your stuff. If you don't back your stuff, and that's it, you're screwed.
1: So that first one, then, what were the staff like? Uh, yeah, sound. It yeah. was sound. Yeah, sound. Did you have any situations in there?
2: Uh, nah. To be fair, with you, that was just pretty smooth railing. That I went in there that one
1: on that one. And how long were
3: you there for? Six months. Six months.
1: Yeah. Okay. So how old were you when you got out? Um, coming up to about 17. And what year was that?
2: Oof, I'm talking now, so uh, I'm I'm coming up to 30 years old now, so yeah, a while ago. it's about 15, 16 yeah, years 15, ago. Yeah, 16 years ago. So you
1: get out, does anyone meet you?
2: Yeah, met my family and everything, and uh, my grandparents, my grandparents did a lot for me. I used to live at my grandparents, basically, uh, due to all my mum and dad's troubles, so yeah, I just said I'll turn my life around, like everyone else.
3: Good ask, did your mum stick with that man?
2: She did for a couple of years afterwards uh, and I had another ruckus with him and then after that he ended up uh, going down the road of drugs himself and ended up ruining himself and then my mother left him. What was the build up to the ruckus? Uh, basically I was in the kitchen with my mate, uh, I'm a bit older now at the time, I think I was about 18, 19 and we just sat there playing cards in the kitchen, he's got pissed out of his head he started slagging my sister off, calling my sister a slag and what have you, you know, when he was in drunk. So I said look mate, I said I don't need to hear that, it's my sister. You know what I mean? I says, pack your mouth in. He didn't stop. I let a few go and broke his nose and <laughs> you
1: know I, mean? So, yeah. But you think the cops didn't come out for that one?
2: No, he didn't grass on that one, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <what> I mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was the last running? That was the last running after
1: that, now it's it's been put to bed. What so was the, what was the next it. bit of bother you got in after that?
2: Next bit of bother I got in after that would have been, I was at a barbecue um, with a lot of friends and there was a bit girl I was seeing and, just drunken amongst lads, all popped off a big gang fight, really. Big gang fight. Mm. What How did happens?
3: that
2: start? Uh, just basically pissed up lads wanting to prove their sense. We're only young lads, and uh, one of them's come at me, fighting on the back. We fell through like a log burner fire, and there's like a pair of garden shears. Garden shear got split in half, and kid ended up losing half his eye. Ooh. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I know, yeah. I've been, I've, I've done a lot of bad stuff. What I'm not proud of. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But you've come out the other side of it. You know I mean? right,
2: exactly. That's why I, I'm never getting into trouble again. Just keep my head down, now.
1: So you got arrested for that once. So, was it? How did, did they catch? I did jail for that, Yeah. How did they apprehend you? Uh, so basically, I took off away
2: from the scene. Got to my current new partner's house at the time. I was chilled there for about three or four weeks on the run while they were raiding all over for me. And then I handed myself in. Handed yourself in?
3: Yeah. Handed myself
2: in, and then uh, they kept me. Got five year for it.
3: What prop did you hand yourself in?
2: So they were raiding my family's houses every two minutes, you know what I mean? My grandparents' houses, and they just kept on saying to my grandparents, we'll keep raiding you till he comes. So, give me that ultimatum, I'm not going to let no one keep raiding my grandparents. It's not right. No. So I handed myself in, like. Yeah. But I was a different guy back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a man now, you know what I mean?
1: So, first day in what institution is this, this
2: time? I went to Deerbolt, not too far from up here, northeast barn Barnard Castle. And what's that like going in? uh yeah they had that run out like a military camp <laughs> county durham area yeah they're all like ex-army officers and what have you did you find that intimidating Nah. to be fair with you I'm, i've never ever found, found jail more like how can i put it you know, just before you go into a fight yeah you get you feel your you butterflies yeah you sometimes you feel that obviously otherwise you're not going to be human but when you're in there you just crack on with it
1: so where did they assign you to live in that one
2: uh, what in yeah. I was on F-Wing on there. F-Wing? A-Wing, yeah. Is I, that a cell then? Yeah, I'll tell you who's in there with me now. He's another good fighter. Remember Michael Ferry? Michael
3: yes. Ferry. Yeah,
2: he, he was training with me in there. He were, me and him both, he was trained together in there. Like, you know I mean? It was a bit of experience. As teenagers? Yeah, as teenagers. <laughs> as young lads, 18, 19. Wow.
3: <laughs> so what was your sentence on that one?
2: Uh, five years I got on that five one. Five years? And yeah. you, got, you got your own cell right away? Yeah, I got my own cell, single cell,
1: yeah. Wow. And what were your neighbours like? Yeah, yeah, sound, yeah,
2: it all right, yeah, it all right. Jordy Kid John. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you know anyone in this place from the, your last
2: place? What the Dearbalt? Yeah, nah, I didn't know anyone. Uh, it's a long way away from me, South Yorkshire, to go up to North East. A bit of a drive. <laughs> so, so, so did
1: anyone heart check you? What's that? I test you. What for?
2: Oh yeah, you always get tested in jail.
1: Can you describe that?
2: Yeah, so uh, when I was in there with my first fight in Dearbalt. Uh, kid from, kid from leads it Well I think he said I beat him on a game of pool And just As it, daft as it sounds It's just kid talk He says You think you're sick you Don't you and I says You what Come again And he said Did you not hear me He said Well go in the TV room I says well, If you want to go in the TV room Get yourself in the TV room So he walked in the TV room I walked in I broke his jaw What uh, Snapped his uh, <laughs> And what happened What was the repercussions Of that one I just got put down Block, block on a good order And discipline That's what it's called
1: How did they cop onto that because obviously the screws
2: have ran in, bit of carnage, all young lads run up, crowd around, see the fight, come and grip me, mufty squatted up, took me down the block, left me down there to rot for about eight weeks on Good
1: Order. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Here's a quick word from our sponsor. <coughs> know what that sound means? It's more sales being racked up on Shopify. What do you think of Shopify, Jen?
3: I absolutely love Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to sell, grow and make money for your business.
1: Have you used it to boost
3: your business? 100%, yeah. (laughs) So Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell from anywhere in the world. From creating your online shop in your own look.
1: To finding new customers, to scaling your burning idea.
3: With Spotify, you can do it all from one place.
1: With no need for skills in design or coding. It's how every minute of every day, a new seller makes their first sale with Shopify, and you can join them.
3: So what is your favourite UK-based business that's found success with Shopify?
1: It's got to be Gymshark. They have grown massively thanks to Shopify. Now it's your turn to start selling today with Shopify for free.
3: And thanks to 24-7 support, Shopify is there to help you every step of the way. This is Endless Possibility, powered by Spotify.
1: Sign up for a free fourteen day trial at Shopify. dot slash sean s h a u n. Go to Shopify. dot slash sean right now to grow your business today.
3: So that's shopify.co.uk dot uk forward slash sean s h a u n.
1: Thank you for supporting our sponsor. And did oh, that? Did that not... <laughs>
2: horrible, like a police officer? <laughs> yeah. That's the that's what's, the worst what's thing about in Joe. There? What down the segregation? Yeah. Basically nothing, just your toilet and like a flat little blue mat you on not floor. So how do you pass your days? Get your books, train, press-ups, sit-ups, that's all you can do. Or if you're in there for other seven days, you get a little wind-up radio. You've got to keep a little good signal there.
3: <laughs>
2: Trust me, it's hell on earth, but when you're in there, you've got to do it, haven't you?
1: So when you get out the block then, you've established your reputation, did people not mess with you after that?
2: It's like that in jail, yeah, sometimes, as long as you're not a bully. Yeah. If you're a bully with it and that, obviously, then... Sooner or later, someone's going to have your ticket and take you out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was in the order. The kid put it on me. He offered me out. So I was
3: kind of respected for that, yeah. So did you see any... I've only recently discovered what these are. Juggins. Juggins? Yeah, jugs. Juggins. Would you get jugged? Oh, yeah, knives, yeah. No, no, with the... Cattle. With the oh, you're oh, no. water. about getting watered?
1: Yeah. Is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah. Do you do call it Well, that's what he
3: said. Yeah, yeah down juggs. south. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. jugged. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. What do
1: you call
2: it for you? Uh, getting watered. Getting watered. Yeah, getting swirled. Swirled. <laughs> that's <laughs> what they call it, yeah. North so south, if you hear someone shouting south through, south through the window, yo, my man's getting swirled in the morning, you know, something's going down. So you've got everyone opening doors in the morning with a backstop wall thinking, who's going to get it first? Just like when a pool ball goes missing. You could be playing so... And all of a sudden, you hear one of the screws shout, "Hold on a minute! There's a pool ball missing." Everyone steps back. You know this I mean? <laughs> 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 is going in sock. So, did you see any swirls? Oh yeah, I have seen those swirls. yeah. I've seen kids' faces melted on the laps. Oh, right. Yeah, so, I've seen, I've seen some crazy stuff. Yeah. What, what was, was that?
3: that?
2: <laughs> I've seen a kid where uh, when I was up in Armley in Leeds jail, basically, I don't know what the ruckus were about with him. Filled it up and he chucked like a full bag of sugar in, and a full bag of um, a full squirty jam, and the jam obviously sticks to you. And the sugar rips you apart.
3: I've never heard about the jam version. Yeah, squeeze
2: the jam with it as well, yeah. Oh. It sticks to your extra. Wow. I mean, you can't get it off. So by the time the nurses and all that run, to try to cool you down with these flannels, it's just ripping your skin to the bone. You you see, your face is melted. Do you know what that was over? Nah, I've seen it happen a few times, though. It's usually kids what can't fight, but you don't have to be hard to be dangerous, do you? No. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one yeah. of them. I've seen kids get their throats cut, come straight up back, like, you see my scars through my neck. What was that from? Oh, that was a fight in a shop. I got a butcher's knife through throat. I threw that one there.
1: Wow. And was there a vendetta? Yeah, it was, uh,
2: it's from my, it was in my local area. It was like a murder attack on me.
3: Yeah, I've read there's an
2: attempt on your life. Attempt on my life, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, come running in and what have you, I got stabbed like 23 times, and I thought to myself, I can't go down here today. So I put the best fight up I can. As you can see, I've tattooed through all the ones on my arms. They're all ripped at bone. They're like defensive mechanisms, blocking machetes taking them my back's worse like you were blocking machetes you go take I was like better take it in the arm or take it in the head and so oh, so i take it in the arm and then just start seeing my bone ripped in half Oh, you know I mean yeah and then uh, that's where we got to the best bit and i'm rolling around with them and i heard one of them say look that stanley knife and i could just feel this stanley knife going from back of my neck oh, to, to my ass from shoulder to shoulder if you put my name in google it's all there it shows up pictures I'm just ripping open ripping open and I'm just holding onto one of their hands, biting on their hands because he's got another knife trying to drag it in my face, trying to ripping my face off. Oh. You know what I mean? But obviously, I caught through, it through the throat, straight through the juggler. So, have you got like a crisscross on your back? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I can show you my, my back. My back's destroyed. Like oh, you've got zore, and then you got. Yeah, Looks well, like the real Rambo. <laughs> 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 we'll have to get, get a picture of his back at the end to put yeah. on the thumbnail. Yeah, I can yeah. show you that,
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so, so, what was I... I over?
2: Basically, it was uh, to do with travels and that up my way. And uh, Obviously, reputations and a bit of street politics to be fair with you. It was a different world then and now, and we got into a big fight.
3: So, talk us through the day it happened.
1: Yeah, it was. Should we get to that yeah, as yeah. we get to it? Because we're in his second prison now, aren't we? Let's go
3: back to prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To Stay tuned
1: for why that happened. <laughs> right, we're in your second one now. Yeah. And you've established your reputation. Yeah. No one's messing with you. So, what's your routine like in there?
2: Basically, I'd get up in the morning, do my burpees, do my training, get my exercise. I used to go out, I want to exercise, I used to have a good few lads with me, what to train, we'd do some circuits together, and we just used to concentrate on getting as big and as fit as we could. That's all you can do in jail. Look forward to your visits and uh, yeah, that was it really.
1: What dramas did you see? Oh, I've seen every drama you can imagine. In that in that institution, any any that stand out?
2: Uh, in Dearbor there was a kid called uh, CJ a kid from Sheffield, mixed race for and uh, another kid um, if he's watching this Billy Kirby from Leeds they were both in same jail as me, uh, same wing as me sorry in but I seen him have a fight in the gym like I seen like the Billy fella getting better the, Shef- the Sheffield kid and anyway I seen the Sheffield kid pull a, sh- pull a blade out shank out as his back were turned just come from behind and ripped his throat straight out I just seen his gargling of blood what just landed near me yeah but as you're all 18 19 year old lads you're like hold on a minute you get me everyone stood back and kids proper trying to murder him with i think the kid ended up getting another extra 10 years for doing it or something yeah. the other one survived survived yeah survived wow. you're lucky to survive
1: did they respond to that fast
2: yeah they're on it mate that's one thing about that jail up here in northeast doing the job
3: were
1: people visiting you
2: yeah yeah. In fact, yeah we're getting plenty of visits yeah that's what gets you by to be fair the visits was yeah, it you, your mum your
3: grandparents? Yeah, mum, grandparents,
2: family. Yeah, girlfriend at the time, yeah. Gave me through, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so how, how long did you say this one was? I did five years in that one. All right, so you did five years then. So oh, half. So you so he did two do, and a half. Yeah, two and a and half. So five, five years. Years. So as you're getting closer to the gate, do you have a plan for your life?
2: Yeah, I just thought to myself, right then. get out, get a good job, start getting cracking and start following this boxing route, start taking life serious. So that's what I did, started getting a few fights under my belt, going sound and then, yeah. So you walked straight into a boxing club when you got out? Basically, I had a a couple of weeks partying first, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What, what,
1: What gave you that focus on something positive at such a young age?
2: It's just it's just something I've always wanted to do. I've always dreamed. As soon as I put my first pair of boxing gloves on, I've always said I want to be the best I can be. Take any chances. See how high I get. That's all you can do. Reach for the stars. And if you miss, you grab an handful of clouds. That's, that's inspirational, think that? of it. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you
3: got stuck into the boxing. Everything's quiet for a while. Yeah, so everything's quiet
2: for a while and what have you. Yeah, just living life, going out. And then I, I met um, a girl who I was with for quite a while. Things started going toxic with that started it in the bottle a bit mm. and then before you know it i'm back down the other channels again so i my own worst enemy at times to be further
1: so you did a third incarceration
2: third incarceration. And what yeah. was that for oh can't remember it's a long time ago i've done 24 incarcerations <laughs> <laughs>
1: how long, long was that
2: ago. one uh, i think the third one was let me think what the third one was i'm sure the third one was I, was I was scrapping with some bodybuilder in town i think i got about 10 months that
1: ten so months. is it the same, did they send you back to the same place I
2: went to Marshgate on this one. I was uh, over 18 then. So I started going to my local jails. Marshgate and what have you, Doncatraz. So what's that like? To be fair with you, it's probably the best jail in the country. So Is what do you yeah, call it?
3: Doncatraz? Yeah, Doncatraz. Yeah, Look like at yeah, Doncatraz? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's
2: <laughs> how they call it, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you ask anyone what's been prison system, Doncaster jail's pretty laid back.
1: Cells or dorms? Uh, cells. No cellmates?
2: Yeah, you can have cellmates if you're not high risk, yeah. Did you-, you have one? No, I'm high risk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what 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 constitutes high risk? Uh basically being
2: convicted for violence a few times in prison, that type of thing. Right. So unless you're a crazy arsonist what sets yourself on fire. Something like that. Yeah. Have you heard of that? I've on? seen I've seen a lot of kids try killing themselves, burning themselves, there Oh right. Yeah, I've seen it where you rushed out, everyone's panicking. I've happened two doors down to me once. We have all come on up, fire team, start spraying this kid who had a lot of mental health problems, think he a bit of a schizophrenic, he shouldn't have even been in jail, should be in a an hostel, and they will just hose him down where he's trying killing himself. himself. Crazy times. But if his cell goes up, yours does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, get to that door now.
3: <laughs> have you ever had anyone like push their furniture against the door and set fire to their cell? Because I've heard of that before. Yeah, I think that's what that kid did, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they barricades. struggled to get
2: in. Yeah, struggled. So you've got an emergency hatch on every cell What they've got to have by law. They unclicked it, put the old straight to the middle and blasted him to one side to the other.
3: That's how they handle it. <laughs> That's how, how they handle, handle it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what was your first drama on this stretch? Uh, I can't remember, you know, it's a while back that. Yeah. Um, Did anyone remember. test you when you went into that one? I can't remember, probably. Jail's mm.
2: always for a test. Yeah. It wouldn't be jail if not. So was it 18 plus, yeah? Yeah, 18 plus now, so it's like young offenders but you're young men. Okay. So things are a bit like... Still we've got a point to prove, but not as much as the juvies. Mm. So, yeah, it's starting to
1: get chilled out. Bit more relaxed.
2: Bit more relaxed, yeah. So People who haven't met money than go out fighting.
1: That's what we're getting at. There's a lot of drugs in the...
2: Yeah, there's a lot of drugs in every prison. Spice? Yeah, Spice has took over every jail there is. Have you seen someone on Spice? What,
3: thousands. <laughs> thousands. I've heard it's over of really, really manic.
2: Or oh, really, trust really me, really... I've seen some crazy stuff, yeah. Like what? Like? <laughs> I've, I've seen I could kill him on Spice. Sorry, I've seen a lad kill himself on spice, yeah. How? Oh. Kid called Coops. Same with him. Cut his own throat. If anyone's watching this, Coops from Barnsley. Everyone knows who I'm on about. Yeah, killed himself. Bloody yeah. Hell. Yeah, they were horrible. They blocked the wing off it. Really disgusting. Oh. And black carrot blood all over. Oh. Horrible. I mean, horrible. That was in HMP Marshgate. I'm sure you'll get a lot of comments on this because a lot of people knew about that.
4: Hell. Was
2: he hallucinating? I think so, yeah, you're panicking and that because it's one of them drugs what makes you shoot through and you'd be super paranoid. So, a lot of people when they'd have it in jail, they'd always have a, like, have a shank on them because they'd be like, scared of their own enemy. And before you know it, if you look at like a proper spice head, they've got cuts all over them, nowhere to self-harming to bring mm. them out of that um, hallucinogenic state. Mm. So, it's it's a bad drug to be fair with. That spice is it's a no-go. Have you ever tried it? No, I never would. No. Uh, I know I'd shoot through on it. <laughs> Not my type of drug.
4: No.
1: <laughs> Did you ever feel the need to have a shank in jail?
2: Nah, never nah, I've never never done that I've What's the most creative that. shank you've seen? Creative shank? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen kids where they used to grind uh, metal bins that used to be put down and after a while you can turn it into like enough, a sword and machete type Yeah, they're pretty when they get out of here
3: Creative, <laughs> pretty creative. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
1: so on on this one, then your third stretch, ten months. You did only half of that, did you? Yeah, mate. Yeah. So when did you go then? Back to boxing?
2: Yeah, same again. Back to boxing. Started going on these enjoying lads' all these I go? I think I ended up in Thailand. So that was an experience. You know what, <laughs> what, what did you get up to then? Oh, mate! Party into death. Did you, <laughs> did you go
3: to uh, Bangkok?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't go to Bangkok. No, nah. no I didn't go there. <laughs> where, where did you go? I uh, went to Patea. Ah. Yeah, I mean up them ways it was sick like party central, party central, yeah. Started <laughs> yeah. so traveling to all full moon parties and that. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> awesome.
3: Yeah, so yeah. it's holidays, boxing, and then yeah. So basically,
2: know. try and get back into normal life. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. did you? Yeah, I did yeah. I've, I've worked on power stations oh. and that, and I got my 360 excavator tickets and started doing groundworks, and then uh, I got I come into a bit of a cache I was in a road collision. The car went through inside side of me and broke my arm, basically. Yeah, it snapped 180 degrees. They ended up giving me a big payout, uh, me and a few others uh, lads. So I invested my money and started investing in sunbed shops. Oh. So I bought my own sunbed shop, started pouring it out, putting my family in there and just kept expanding on. Okay. Yeah, so I've stuck it out ever since. And was that before or after the attempted murder? Uh, I bought some sunbed shops before the murder, but before the attempted murder, yeah. And was there another incarceration after that or was that it? No, I've, uh, my last incarceration, I got out in August last year. August no. last year? Yeah. Yeah. How long was know. that one? I got two years on that one.
1: That was the last one?
2: Yeah, two years. Right. I was finishing off a licence recall, yeah.
1: So, is it IPP, is it?
2: No, no. So, I just like, basically, I did a two-year jail sentence, and then, obviously, I've got to come out with probation and what have you. And probation didn't want me out because they thought I was going to uh, do something to the witnesses. Even though it wasn't proven, they're just remanding me for that there. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I got out of August i year.
1: So which prison was that
2: one? I ended up going Hull. Hull Jail Hull. On that one, yeah. That's a, that's a good jail. Is it? Yeah. Good jail? <laughs> on,
3: it. on the scale of one to ten. Oh, I'm attacking the Mickey there, yeah. yeah. The
2: the, uh, the old jail screws, there's something else in there. Are they? If anyone's watching they still tell you the Hull Jail screws are next level. Are they? How yeah. so? You don't have to be bothered about the prisoners in old jail. you just got to be bothered about the screws. Beatings. Oh, trust me, the worst of beatings. What did you see? I've had it with him. Do <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Of what? Over what? Over anything. What are you looking at? Just, as, as daft as it sounds, just like that. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Coming down here from Doncaster into our jail. Really? And before you know it, you're scrapping me about five or six of them. Yeah, I've had it. Holy oh, shit. I've had me in cuffs, cuff me to the back, spray all my face. I was just grab your lad, whack, whack, put, you, put him down that block. You've got a big black eye like that, and then they'll let you back out once it's gone down. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how they are working there, mate. And I'm exposing yeah. you. <laughs> it's simple as that.
3: <laughs> Did you hear of them passing any packages in there?
2: Nah, nah. No? Nah, nothing like that in old jail, no. No, just give you a good kicking. Oh, good kicking. that's all you're worth in
4: there. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: So, should we go back to the attempted murder? Yeah. Yeah, I
4: really want to hear yeah. what you know. The build about, the build up to it. Yeah, the build up. The build up. So yeah. what are you
3: doing that day? You uh, wake
2: up. So basically, what what I was doing then?
1: Well, no, go go before that day to the build up to it.
2: Oh, what do you mean? So to say like, like
1: how the, how the friction started with this community. So basically,
2: I was all I was pals with these people at first. I was all right, and I was on good terms with them and what have you. Uh, we were involved in levels of crime. Well, I won't speak on this camera, but. We were doing things and what have you. bit of jealousy, bit of street politics and what have you. Um, Me known as an Andy lad, I already put it out there, if anyone's got a problem, we'll fight one-on-one and what have you. These people obviously thought, we're not going to fight you one-on-one, but we'll shoot you and we'll stab you type of thing, do you know what I mean? You're a big lad. So that's that's the messages I was getting back. And uh, I ended up going up to uh, a pub with my mate. And uh one of the one of the lads' wives and that started saying, Oh, so and so seen you and I says, Nah, I says, I ain't seen him am I? And he says, Oh, he's looking for you. I said, Oh, if he's looking for me, tell him to come on me. Yeah. I'm not hiding nowhere. Before you know it, started pulling up motor after motor, what are you saying? And I sent one of the work lads out, obviously a lot of travellers have workmen. And uh, one of the work lads come and approached me, uh I let a few shots go, but bang busted his nose, busted his mouth, and I said, There's your workman. And then before you know it, it must have set him crazy 'cause I started pulling knives out everywhere started running at me, so yeah. Uh, I blocked the door on my left hand at first at the shop. They're trying to get in about six or seven of them. Obviously, it's a 24-hour shop, but the Pakistanis' shop it is. It's opening. I'm going punch for punch. Before you know it, I'm not realising I'm getting stabbed left, right and centre, from the side, from the arm, from the back, back of my neck, side of my head. And i are just whisking these Stanley knives like crazy at me at first. So I'm just holding on for dear life, rolling around, fighting with them. And they just saying,
0: get to, get to his face, get to his face, and then get to his neck, rip his neck. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. That's indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
2: So uh, as you can imagine, I'm hearing that. I'm thinking, I'm not going down today. If I go down today, uh, I'm dead. And it was on the day England v. Croatia in a World Cup. So I have no doubt they would have been fueled with beer and cocoa or whatever. So I thought, there's no way I'm going down. So I'm rolling around and I'm just feeling these... Like like little mini punches to the back, but they're not. They're stabbing me to the bone, and uh, it's ripping open. And I heard one of them shouting. I've got to his neck, like and as you, you can clearly see that, can't you? Mm-hmm. you know it's mean? huge. Yeah, it's huge. So obviously that one goes there from the middle of my chest, like a butcher's knife, ripped through my juggler. I've had to grab onto Rip my through hat. Through your juggler. Yeah, straight through.
1: How so, long you got to live
2: when they get your juggler? It's yeah. not long. You got to grab your neck, yeah. Like that. So luckily for me. The shop have got a panic alarm underneath and I heard have been arm blagged a few times. Yeah. So they've been pressing it like crazy. These Pakistanis, I I was unaware of it, but I'm glad they did because it saved my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they were pressing it to death. Next minute, I'm rolling around, blood squirting out my fingers and what have you. And they've uh, got up, run, go, go, go. We've we've, we've stabbed stabbed him to the neck. I'm jumping up and down. Pissed up on vodka myself, I'm not going to lie, and I'm going, fucking come on, come on, Blood gargling out my throat. Holy shit. Yeah, what crazy scene, mate, it's all on camera, yeah. Wow. So yeah. if you put my name in YouTube, it shows you the clips of me in the shop, yeah, I've got my top off. So we can put that clip in this video, can we? You can put this clip in, yeah, not a problem. Holy like, shit,
1: that's going to be insane. Yeah, you can
2: put and it you on you didn't fear for your life? Oh, I feared for my life, yeah. But, Adrenaline was going. I got told, I remember watching, so the more you panic, you go into shock. And if you got shocked, you're dead. So I said, "Keep calm." So I'm breathing, but I'm just this moment. I'm covered head to toe in blood. And when you see the camera footage in a bit, you'll just see how much blood it is. Ceilings, walls, floors, everything.
1: So you've got like you're holding on here, are you? So
2: it goes in the motion goes zzz. And it's just squirting through my oh, fingers. Squirting through your fingers? He's squirting through my fingers, yeah. Holy shit. Right, man. Squirting through my fingers and it's then fucking horsey. But I didn't realise my back, I must have been stabbed about eight or nine times in the back. From the top of my neck to my ass. showing shoulder. Yeah. I'll show you anyway, end of yeah. Take a few snips. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. So um So the, the authorities are on the way.
2: Next minute I just, you know, load the police and uh, uh paramedics fellas in ambulances running. You need to lay down, you need to lay down. I said, so, why wow, what's up? I said, the blood's pumping too fast from uh, around your body. You need to lay down and we can preserve you and we'll give your blood transfusions and put blood in you. So I laid down, put my feet up. They're going through all my wounds, giving me all this emergency foam, emergency stitching. Says, we're going to have to wait for air ambulance. And the air ambulance is landing on the street. Big helicopter on the middle of a rural street rushed me into air ambulance and emergency airlifted me to sheffield northern general and i can remember saying to the paramedic in the back yeah i said listen i'm not going to die today me he's like nah mate he says you're strong he says hold on get me a shot of adrenaline (laughs) you know what i mean to keep me keep me going and what have you and yeah mate i was flying next minute. i got to sheffield northern general like right well done lad they said we managed to seal up your artery on your neck we managed to seal up all your main bits you're going to live but the worst thing is we're going to have to start giving you this I'm not lying to you, these needles like that. They oh. had to put through every single wound into my bone marrow because they said i have been stabbed that deeply. The blades have chipped away my bone. You know what I mean? Oh. So, and that's on everywhere. My neck, my back, my arms. And they said, we have to inject you with this because you can die of septicemia or you know, gangrene due to the infection oh, of the blade. God. So, yeah, so I'm there laid down like that and then all of a sudden, I'm just seeing these big needles <laughs> oh. going straight into my bone marrow. And they're rejecting it, like, come on, mate, just hold it out, you've got to do it. And I'm like, fuck it And no. you can feel it all? Oh, you feel everything then. Because you couldn't get you no anaesthetic because it could slow down your heart rate and all that. It were, it were pain at its best. <laughs> this is one of the craziest...
4: <laughs> this,
1: oh, this is one of the craziest stories we've ever heard on this yeah. podcast. Yeah,
2: that's no, no, real life. It's, you are so lucky to be life. <laughs> I'm you. So Holy I, shit. <laughs> they put me 19 hours in theatre, put me back together, and then obviously I passed out, I've been asleep. I've walked up and I've seen every press you can imagine at my feet. I've got calendar, I've got Doncaster Free Press, I've got Sheffield Star, I've got all my boxing belts at the bottom of my feet, I've got my family behind me, you my pals. yeah I couldn't remember and I'm like thinking, wow, I must have had some crazy night out last night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
4: me. That, that
2: yes. i promise you yeah. oh man so how, were you, how long were you in for i was in the hospital for about four or five days to be fair i, f- I signed myself out they said you can't sign yourself out I said, I, so i said i am <laughs> signed myself out I was covered in blood still. it was horrible i ended up taking off to a little area called buxton have you heard of it buxton yeah buxton just buxton back. water yeah so yeah buxton <laughs> bakewell no one no, yeah. had chats with house you know where that is now, no. up in Countryside. So I ended up booking myself up there in a break. Put me in an hotel, a rural Countryside hotel, and I'm just laying <laughs> down watching TV covered in blood still. Oh, no. I thought, I'm staying here than I'm like. I mean, what did the hotel staff think? You went <laughs> through and in. I walked in and said, what happened to you? I said, I've been in a car crash,
4: mate. So don't ask me too many questions. I <laughs> <laughs> just jumped in bed.
2: I mean, you could tell there was something up. They says, what, what happened here? I said, put my head through a window screen, mate.
3: Oh man I suppose they didn't call the police again <laughs> no. Nah,
2: nah, nah. I was no threat to anyone I was covered toe in sewing bandages <laughs>
3: so, so after your healing yeah. <laughs> Any other instances?
1: Did, did you nah. have a missus at that time?
3: Yeah uh, Yeah I did have a missus yeah Yeah, yeah And definitely. how
1: did she react to your near death
2: experience? She was just like basically hysterical you know what I mean Yeah as you can imagine So just Same as anything Doctors said it were a miracle I was alive yeah and then as soon as i felt like i was half okay i remember just getting back in my car and i thought screw this i've gone to the gym yeah and i remember laying down on the bench press <laughs> trying to just do some minor 60 kilogram bench press something like it and the gym guy said brett he says are you all right to be in here i said why what's up he said all these stitches are ripped out on your arm you got blood all over gym for i so saw i'm still freshly stitched i haven't took the stitches out yet i'm thinking <laughs> i need to get back training i need to get back boxing i need to channel my mind something right so now, ever since that's happened, I've been advocates for schools, put down the knife, save a life campaigns. Obviously, what better guy to ask? I had over a 1,000 stitches. Were you
1: thinking of getting revenge on those guys or did the police pick them off because they were on video?
2: Uh, well, basically, when the CID come uh, to the hospital bed, and says, right, everything's perfect, CCTV, would you like to make a statement? But obviously, the world I was living in is, I said, I'm not making no statement. You know what I mean, I, I don't, I've never made a statement in my life. I never would, or I never will. Did the, did, the cop, I
1: did the cops get him anyway? Cause yeah, of the CCTV. The, the cops
2: got him anyway. Like, you know what I mean, because it was on camera. But that had nothing to do with me. Yeah. You can't run into like a shop or a shopping centre, start stabbing someone without a mask on. No. no gloves. Leave the weapons there at the scene and say, "Oh, what happened to us?" Yeah. That had nothing to do with me.
1: Yeah. We interviewed the homicide cop. Uh, two days ago, and he was just saying about all these killers, they just go out with the phones yeah. in front of the CCTV cameras and expect not to get caught. That's what I mean. And it's just madness. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy.
2: You can't what? get away with hope these days. No. <laughs> in this century, everywhere's camera, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got dash cams on every street. It's all changed now.
1: All right, so they've they you know, they're in, they've been arrested for this. Um, you're recovering and you're trying to just have a positive focus. So, what, what year is this and how old are you at that point? I think 218.
2: Like so, so this no, is just 2018 yeah 2018 this happened Yeah, so it's not so bigger. long yeah. so you're in your
1: late 20s yeah late 20s yeah. late 20s and then you're thinking I needed to get a positive focus positive focus
2: yeah, yeah. I, I just put it down to whatever don't kill you makes you stronger you know what I mean and I thought God's got a plan for me mm. <laughs> I guarantee.
1: did you analyze your own role in that because you, your criminality with those people that led to it and, yeah and then did you did that make you think right there was steps to this and i don't need to go down those steps again
2: yeah it's like an eye opener obviously it was like uh how can i put it it's like uh just like basically yeah you got to change your your life for the better so yeah. otherwise it's only going to end up one way i'm going to end up doing 36 years for killing someone i'm going to end up dead on the streets so it's make or break time yeah. It's yeah as simple as that
1: so you hit the training once you'd recovered yeah and then what happened just get
2: started recovering, hit the gym, perfect. I thought I'd test myself out with a fight, and it happened to be an A Bales, a bare knuckle one, mm-hmm. like what uh, our mate Decker used to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I got into that and I won fastest knockout there was, yeah? Three seconds. You know? was yeah. Three seconds. Three seconds. Three seconds,
3: three seconds. Yeah, three seconds. it's on, on oh, my videos. Can three. we put that one in yeah, as well? You can put
2: it in, yeah? Sweet. Yeah, you can put it in. I've three that one seconds, on. that's fair
3: use,
1: isn't it, James?
3: Yeah, so as soon as basically. Three
2: As soon as the referee
1: he went, go.
3: So
2: I just launched a full assault caught the kid's sweet and that was it. I've watched some of your fights, you're quite heavy when you go in. I'm aggressive, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you I don't like give him time to settle. No, no, is that is that your technique? That's basically one of my trademarks, yeah, so any experienced boxer will tell you, no matter how good you are or anything, if you've got a man constantly in your face who's powerful and fast and he's not giving you a second to breathe, it's hard to fight off someone like that. So if I'm going against big six foot ten men, big six foot nine men, I'm not going to give him a chance to settle and chance for them to build me because they've got so many advantages on me. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take him into a ward I've never been before and I'm going to take him apart.
3: Have you ever, like, misjudged that and been hit? Oh, yeah, Had a size yeah. yeah. And been yeah. knocked out? No, I've never been knocked out.
2: I've never been dropped in sparring, no, never. Spy, I don't know. never. Wow. You know what I mean? If I'm going, if I'm fighting, I'm going for war. I uh, mean,
3: definitely. You wouldn't want to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you, James? No, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What was your second fight then?
2: My second fight? Yeah? Uh, when I recovered for the second fight. Where was the second fight after that? Oh, Barnes and Metronome. You know what I mean? That was a ring fight, this one, I'm a bit of gloved. Yeah, so 10-ounce gloves, experienced fella, six foot seven, 20-odd stone. Same again, got into it, bang, 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 toe for toe, and he must have not worked on his fitness. I could start seeing him gas, caught him with a few body shots and put him out. How long? Round one. Wow. <laughs> so you're pretty nails? <laughs> steady, I'm steady. I'm
3: steady. <laughs> so, third fight? <laughs> uh, third know?
2: fight's just gone now. I, I fought last weekend in Skagness.
3: Okay, how did that go?
2: Yeah, all right, same again, knocked him out round one.
1: What what did he look like? He looked looked
2: massive. Was he? They called him the giant, yeah. The giant? Yeah, yeah. That's what I seen in the video. 6'10", is that the one? Yeah, 6'10", yeah. He was in Royal Marines.
3: Proper go in, just guns blazing. Just guns blazing.
2: Technique out of the window, I just took it to him. You know what I mean? And he comes to fight him, him? I've come for Yeah, because he's bigger. The guy guy was twice my size. If you you stand and start outboxing someone twice that size, if he's got the same type of ability as you, he holds all the cards on him. He's naturally taller, he's naturally weighs more, he's bigger. do doesn't make sense to do that. I'm going to take him into a world he don't like. I'm going to beat him that way. <laughs> Simple as that. So should we go back to your recall? Yeah, your recall, yeah.
3: Yeah. Talk us through
2: it. Yeah, so uh, this time, I'm uh, a bit later on in life now, I'm starting to mature a little. Uh, I end up in old prison, then finally went to Humber Prison. That's uh, like sentence jail. And yeah, we're all right. I started coming gym orderly. or training twice a day. You know, like a different approach, a different set of lads. Everyone's done the time. Everyone just wants to get out to the families. And yeah, to be, to be fair with you, want a bad jail sentence, so it was all right. <laughs>
3: it sounds like you've been quite lucky in the jail system compared to some stories we've heard. Yeah, I've, heard, <laughs> you know, I've
2: got it nicely in jail. You know what I mean? I'm not bothered where Is I'm it gone. because your attitude towards it? Uh, you've got to think of it once you're in, you're in, aren't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how much you cry or sob about it, you're not going to get out. You either adapt or you let it break you. Mm. Simple as that. And so what grounds did they recall you on? on? Uh, just basically police intel. Police have gone to my probation worker and says we believe he's going to be a risk to his witnesses. Basically this bloke stabbed my cousin Alex, gave him a nice old scar through his chest there. He used to be one of our pals of ours. And I said to him, I said, well, as soon as I see you, I say it's on. So I seen him, pulled him up and he thought he could do the same to me, whipped blade out. So I jumped in the jeep and I started ramming him. You know what I mean? And uh yeah. why was
3: he going to stab your cousin? Yeah,
2: well, he already did, did stab my cousin. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. why? Yeah, they got into an argument on drinking the house. He pulled a knife and put it through his chest.
3: Was it just a basic argument? Just one of the things. Just you know, little, yeah. little
1: shit just blows up into life-threatening shit, doesn't most it? Most definitely. You know what I mean? I've
2: seen lads. I've seen it where lads have been killed. You know what I mean? And, and they're dying for nothing. You know what I mean? Basically nothing. And most of the times it's knives. The quick and easy. In that's how it is. It's wrong. That's why now I'm campaigning put down a knife, save a life. If you got a problem, gain a boxing ring. It's simple as that. No one has to get hurt. No one has to die. You know what I mean? What? Winner gets 36 years and loser ends up dead. It's no life, is it? 100%. It's a
1: tragic waste, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Especially for the young people. Yeah,
2: but when you're a young age, you don't see it like that. You think you're like a gangster. You think you're a somebody. You know what I mean? Until you turn into a man. I used to be like that. And then I just think, look back, and I think you need to help them. You need to educate them. Otherwise, if not, someone else is going to be dead on the street. So what age did you switch and become mature? So I, think, I think when I started getting into my mid-twenties towards late-twenties and I started chilling out a bit. You know what I mean? Started having serious relationships and what have you and I started thinking, who are these little pricks? <laughs> 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 yeah, you do not, don't you? <laughs> yeah, let's face it, that's what you do. And you just think I used to be like that. <laughs>
1: well,
4: yeah, you so got when, mature.
1: So when you look back on your entire life, I'm going to ex- exclude where you almost got murdered, what would you say was the lowest point and the highest point?
2: Lowest point and the highest point? Well, that's a good question, that, to be fair. With you, I'd say, obviously, lowest point is when I was in segregation uh, for a long time in prison, and that was hard, and the screws didn't like you, and they weren't letting you send your mail out, they weren't letting you have your phone call, and you just basically sat in a police cell for 12 weeks. And trust me when I tell you, it sends you crazy. I was, I was pretty crazy sat in, a, sat in a room for 24 hours every day, and all you can look at is your toilet. You can't even look out the window because it's all done out, you know what I mean? It cracks you up, I'll be honest with you, it does. You know what I mean? And when, you, and when they let you out of there, you think, I'm not going back in there. <laughs>
4: I'm <laughs> telling
2: you, it works, it works. What landed you in there on that occasion? Uh, just saying, fighting, scrapping. or oh, scrapping always. The more you get a bigger name in jail, the more you're always going to get someone to test you. Mm. You've got every hard case in the country living everyone one of them. Everyone wants to be the man, do not they?
4: Mm.
2: Simple as that.
1: So what would you say the high point is then? Pardon? The high point of the your high life. point yeah.
2: is uh, obviously what before the attack. Just your
1: entire life, looking back from now, this moment, what was your highest point? I say,
2: I say, probably now getting me fight at Wembley. I think that's, I think that's one of my best achievements. Now, telling me I'm going to fight at Wembley in July, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? So what just, kind of like,
1: an audience will that be? How many?
2: Oh, thousands and thousands. thousands. It's BKFC, so biggest bare knuckle boxing firm in the world from America. They're coming to the UK for the first time and Wembley's been granted for it. Like, wow. So there's uh, me and Danny Christie, what's on card. So yeah, it'd be a good do.
1: What, you versus Danny Christie?
2: No, nah, I think he's light, light heavyweight, Danny. I'm a bit heavier than him. Oh, I see. Yeah, so... So, so who are you fighting we'll be representing, then? I'm fighting this guy, I can't pronounce his second name. A uh, big Polish fellow, though. Hmm. is it? Is Not it six foot ten? One? No, no, about six foot four, six five. He is, but very experienced. You
3: gonna knock about in a minute? Three seconds? I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> I don't want to say on camera in case show me something, up, but I'll give it my very best and I'll get stuck straight into him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the biggest audience you have fought in front of prior to that? Uh, say probably capacity of about fifteen thousand something. 15,000. Yeah, about 15,000. How's that feel walking into a ring with 15,000 people feels watching?
2: Go- yeah, feels good, mate. yeah. Is it? Yeah, I like it. Are they cheering <laughs> or
3: heckling you? Pardon? Cheering or heckling? Well, he wins, yeah, doesn't I'm he? A bit of both, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Do you he like it, though?
2: Yeah, enjoy it. Good heckle. I, I like it. I like a good heckle, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, that-
3: they,
1: did they go mad when you win real fast, like Mike Tyson?
2: Yeah, they all jump <laughs> up. I love it. Get sorted, get a shower, and then go out on the piss. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what life's yeah. about. Fair, fair. <laughs> Do you have to have no sex before a fight? Uh, yeah, oh, but I obviously. I knew you would that next. <laughs> we just can't stick to them rules, though, can we? <laughs> 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 I mean, there are some rules that need to be broken. That's
3: one of them.
4: <laughs>
3: So, I mean, how long have you been out of uh, your last prison sentence for then? August. August, yeah. right. So, sorry, I just swear that out because I'm a little bit tired today. So, nine months. Yeah, nine months, yeah. What have you done in those nine months? I've had uh, four boxing fights,
2: won all four, um, just maintaining my businesses, my legitimate business. Are they still some bed shots? Yeah, still some bed shots.
3: I mean, you're putting my time to shame.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, so uh, just cracking on with them, keeping fit and healthy with the gym, and uh, that's it really, yeah.
1: And those fights, were they all bam, 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 bam?
2: Yeah, but they got stuck straight back into me, a couple of them and that, gave me a good few cracks back. Yeah. you know what I mean and you can't take a risk when you're fighting people that size you know what I mean it does hurt you know what mm. I mean but I just push past it
1: were the moments you fought the tide was turning against you pardon was there a, was there a moment in any of those fights where you fought it was going against you uh,
2: I've been well on one of them a kid grabbed me and we started rolling around on the floor he t- tried taking me into a bit of a wrestling match oh shit so I got quick and I thought he's taking it pretty personal this kid here so I just kept calm and relaxed he come back at me again slipped him bang body shot over the top and put him away yeah so yeah. how do you prepare for a fight? Uh, just same as everyone else. You've got to train hard. I believe fights are won before the ring. Whoever wants it most, really, trains harder.
3: Well, you should have he- heard what Paul Vinnis said he does. Absolutely sod all. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. He looks He's in good Palmos. shape. parmos. Parmos, yeah. parmos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just eats shit and, gets shit and gets in the ring. I wish I could, like, if I eat shit, I'll blow up like a balloon. Yeah. So you, say you have a healthy diet, you do a lot of exercise, you get in the ring. Yeah. And that's the secret to success. Prepare, yeah. But does
1: it change Like in the months before? Do you have to do certain exercises and certain food? And then it's it, it...
2: Yeah, so basically you want to get your hard sparring out that way. And then prior before you fight, you don't want to be sparring like a good 10 days before. You don't want no injuries, do you? So you want to do as cardio as much as you can. But when it's your last week, you don't want to be doing no cardio, no strength work, because you've already done the business then, haven't you? Everything should be in the bank. It should just be loosening off. Get your mind right, listen to a bit of music, relax, get in the right frame of mind and get the job done. What about your diet? Uh, My diet, yeah, you've got got to do diet. What diet? So chicken, I I like chicken. Oh, protein, protein. Yeah, protein diet, yeah, tuna. Don't get me wrong, when it's on a Sunday, I like to eat what I want, like everyone else. So <laughs> cheat I stock day. Up. Cheat day. Cheat day. I go crazy for cheat day.
1: <laughs> what music pumps you up? Full moon Thai party music. Full moon Thai party. <laughs> yeah,
3: that Is kind that of your
1: <laughs> <laughs> My sister went out though, yeah. She loved those parties in Thailand. <laughs> Did she? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, awesome, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, best place on earth there,
1: mate. Yeah. Awesome. Is that what you like, though? The dance music?
2: Yeah, I like the dance music. And I, I go away on weekend, I go Greece on weekend. Like, yeah. can't wait for that. Yeah. What, this we weekend? A, yeah, this weekend, oh, that'd yeah. that'd be wicked. Can't wait, go to We well, don't need a fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. You know what I mean? So, we going to travel out to
1: Falaraki and that. Might have a few beers up there, who knows? <laughs> we'll take it from there. <laughs> Are there any stories you've not told us you think you might have left out?
2: Uh, no, you've pretty much covered
3: everything.
1: Covered everything. There's always a
3: little bit of stories, but we can right. always get to them, can't we? Well, there we go.
1: Maybe do you talk about
3: your YouTube channel. Yeah, then, right. when did you start the YouTube channel? I've
2: only been on YouTube a couple of weeks. Yeah, so... Why? Basically, everyone says, why don't you put your fights on YouTube and that, because everyone knows how much fight. And I I didn't used to like doing all, because you give away too many secrets, you see. So I used to just leave everything off the YouTube crap. But I thought, you know, they've got a point now. So I put everything on YouTube, and then everyone says, you need to fight Decker. And I said, who's Decker? I didn't even know who Decker was. So I started looking him up, and I thought, you know, I thought, he's a good fighter, you know what I mean? Can't take it away from me, is. I thought, you know what, looking him. I thought, yeah, I can do him. Why not? Put the challenge out there. Decker sent me a video back. Brett May, Challenge Acceptance, son. See you in August. Really? From Deca, yeah, from Decker Eggy. And I thought, this guy's got a bit of character to him. I thought, I'll enjoy this fight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you guys been communicating? Oh, we've been communicating, yeah. Is that online or private?
2: It's online on YouTube. We started off on okay terms and then not so okay terms. Now the beef's rising. Yeah, but it's kind of mellowed now. We're both on a level. So a lot of people following that online? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for
1: that because Decker's Danny Krusty fight I think millions of people watched that and it wasn't expected was it no, it, it was a good fight actually. Venice says he went up there and then like the same day by the time he's getting know we had 4,000 friend requests on Instagram <laughs> mm,
3: yeah are you so ready so. for that blow up I'm
2: ready for blow up yeah <laughs> Decker, innit? He holds all the cards. He's, <laughs> he's, a, even, I mean. he's like launching people into launches. international fame. He has his own uh, personal troll club. Anything you say on him, that's it. He's on It's the- <laughs> Mr. YouTube, innit? Time <laughs> to take out Mr. YouTube. <laughs> have you been
3: trolled yet?
2: Oh, I've been trolled. Of course I have, yeah. Yeah, it's how part- are you finding it? Yeah, it's part of the parcel, innit? It's brilliant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got to take it on. I love, I love the that's You're that's not it. successful enough unless you've been trolled, innit? <laughs> <That's> <ain't laughs> You need a few waiters
1: on the way. Yeah. That's hundred percent. Adds to the views and the engagement. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. So if people want to reach out to you, follow you and support you, where can they find you? We'll put all your links below the video.
2: Yeah, sound mate. Yeah, Brett Machine, mate. Uh, that's from my channel and what have you. Facebook, we've got all that. I ain't got my Instagram account on it at the minute, but yeah,
1: sound's a pound. Right, so if you've enjoyed this, please let us know in the comments and all the links are going to be in the description box below the video. It's been a shorter one than we usually do, but an absolute explosive one. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's gone really good. Thanks it's gone really mate. Fast for me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Brett. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Yeah. On, cheers, Give us a hug. Yes, oh, wow. you, nice. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, thank you Thank nice you, big man. man.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Cheers. Respect. Yeah. It's
1: right. Gabfly Press is proud to announce the publication of Big Joe Egan, the toughest white man on the planet. And that statement came from none other than Mike Tyson, who wrote the introduction to the book. If you want to check it out, the link is in the description box below the video. It's got almost five stars on Amazon, and it is mind-blowing stories of Joe's rise in boxing. You've got the crime story of what went down at the pub, the war at the pub, Joe's incarceration, and how the toughest white man on the planet could not be held down how he rebuilt his life he's gone from strength to strength and what he's you know you can see right now what he's doing all over the world so links will be in the description box below the video thanks for watching
3: and if you want to see the full podcast it's on our channel now
1: in which he talks about michael francis tyson and loads of big names that he's worked with fascinating stories check it out so the book big joe egan toughest white man on the planet is available in all three formats Audio, ebook and paperback worldwide on Amazon, link in the description box.
4: Here at Boomer and Jen, we offer a wide range of organic or recycled clothing. We all know our planet is important. We only have this one, so it's vital that we all work together to slow down and reverse the changes to the environment. Whilst we all know that big industry are having a significant effect on pollution, Here at Boomer and Jen, we believe that if we all make small changes, we can do our part. Fast fashion causes detrimental effects to the planet. Not only is nearly 20% of global wastewater produced by the fast fashion industry, but there is a considerable amount of fast fashion ending up in landfill. So let's move away from fast fashion items that are only worn once or twice and start wearing extremely comfortable, durable and environmentally friendly clothing and ethical jewellery. Boomer and Jen was founded in a quiet town in Devon in 2018. It has now gone from strength to strength as the world is becoming more aware of the current climate situation, helping our customers to buy sustainable, quality clothing. All of our products are fair trade and registered with the Global Organic Textile Standard Association. Check us out on organiccottonclothing.co.uk
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: With LinkedIn Jobs, we
2: tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need.